Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this time we have together these next few moments. I just pray today, Father, that our ears are open to hear what you have to say to us. Our eyes, our understanding are open. And most important, Lord, our hearts are open to correction and change and instruction because we want to be better. We bless you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's get started. Amen. Okay. Well, today we want to talk about setting rock solid priorities. That's an important subject because in every relationship, there needs to be some priorities so that we can be strong, we can be healthy, we can be everything God wants us to be. And the family is the most essential um, and most noble of all human institutions. Mm -hmm. When the family is strong, when the family is healthy, all of society prospers. Yes. When the, when the family is weak and torn apart, and it affects every it level of society. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about it. History and our culture today prove that point to be true. So the fact is that nothing can replace the family designed by God. No. Not government, not education, not redefined families, nothing, absolutely nothing. Especially the current culture. Especially the mm -hmm. current culture. Absolutely nothing can replace it. From the first days of creation, Satan immediately began to undermine the family. He began to immediately make sure that with a holy vengeance, he began to undermine God's plan and God's purpose because he knew if he could, he could undermine God's plan for the family, he could undermine the purpose of God in the earth. That's right. So especially during this COVID crisis, my, we have seen and I witnessed so much, haven't we? We have, because, you know, we've been saying from the beginning, anytime anything's shaken, what's loose is going to make noise. Right. And so there have been a lot of things that we've heard noise about, things that have been loose in our marriages, in relationships with our children, exactly everybody right. be lo being locked in one place, um, whether it be fear over finances. There's been a lot of things that have been revealed in this season. But it's good because what's brought to the light can be dealt with. And so we've had time to see yeah. and feel these emotions, but we've also had the time to correct them if we have an ear to hear what God is saying to us. Absolutely, and I think that we all, we've said that crises magnifies, mm -hmm. magnifies the good, it magnifies those areas that need growth. And, and we've seen firsthand Satan's attack against the family. He hates the family. He hates the family. Yeah. And this crisis has, has definitely um, exposed our strengths and yes. our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. So Satan views, listen very carefully, dysfunctional families as trophies of war against God. The more he collects, the more he celebrates certain victory. Mm -hmm. um, but we know that Satan is not the only one who's focused on the family. Thank God, God is focused on the family. God has a plan. A God one. has a purpose. Yes, he, he does. God has an opportunity here uh, in the midst of all this to show us his will and his plan um, and help us to grow in every area of our lives. Um, so he fights for the family. And that's what we want to do. That's who we are as IFC. Mm -hmm. We fight for the family. Yeah. We fight for God's highest and best. We believe with all of our heart that we have a, a strategic plan to help our families succeed in every area. Um, and here's what we believe. God, not Satan, will win this war. Absolutely. Sure. God, not Satan, will win this war. And, and we as a church are going to do whatever we can do 
to help equip and train so that we can experience stable growth, healthy opportunity for every, every family of IFC. This is very careful. Here's our big takeaway. And this is an important takeaway. It says, family success has nothing to do with luck or fate. It has everything to do with intentionally obeying and surrendering to God and his word. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's good news mm -hmm. because family success is not by accident. No, it's not. It's, it's intentional. It's intentional. And, and we want to help you understand how intentional family success really is. It's not a matter of luck. It's not a matter of fate. It's a matter of God establishing his pattern in our lives as children of God. So regardless of who you are, regardless of how bad you failed or how deeply you've been hurt or what your present condition is in your life, the good news is God has the power to transform you. Mm -hmm. God has the power to heal you. God has the power to bring you to a place of restoration and victory. Yes, his plan is if you find yourself in a difficult situation right now in your family and in your relationships, if you feel hopeless today, if the bottom has dropped out from you or your life or you're not where you thought you would be, right. a lot of disappointment and discouragement or your family's not where you thought you would be at this time, God's plan is for restoration. Amen. God's plan is for your family to be restored. He loves you. He's provided everything for you to succeed. But you and I have to partake of exactly his promises. Right. We have to walk out the will of God and the word of God in order to enjoy success in our families. Absolutely. So let's talk about the number one reason why families don't succeed. Okay. The number one reasons families fail and suffer, and this is true for everyone, whether you're married or whether you're single. And I don't want to lose you single people in exactly this because right. these principles are so important for your victorious living Amen. as well. Well, see, adultery is devastating. We know pornography is destructive. Unresolved conflict is so stressful. So many people live in silent strife. Financial stress can be unbearable too. But as bad as all of these yeah, issues right. are, they all lead to one source or one neglect. And that is the lack of of rock solid priorities and values in our lives. Without the priorities, we have no roadmap. We don't have direction. Right. We don't have a plan. Exactly. We don't have boundaries. We don't have guardrails. So when the devil blows, and he does, <laughs> we're all over the place because we don't have priorities in place, our values in place, our boundaries in place, and our guardrails in place. You know, I recently got a new car, and that car, if I even go near a lane, um, without turning my blinker on, that thing pulls right back over. It starts beeping. It does everything. And uh, we need those guardrails yes. in our life that when we're starting to get off, we have a governor on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit on the inside of us is trying to pull us back, but we have to have ears to hear. And, and we have and, to be and, open and to... In your car, excuse me, you, mm -hmm. you can ignore that if you want to. Yep. You can, you can override that. Uh, you're right. And, right? You can mm -hmm. override it and still go where you want to go because by an act of your own will as, a, as in your car, that can happen. Yeah, but there's resistance. There is resistance. There is resistance. And that's resistance. what we have to pay attention to. Exactly, exactly. So those guardrails 
are just so vital for us to have. And look, God's given us his perfect plan for our families. We here at IFC for these uh, 39 years have been teaching and training and strengthening families, helping you every way we can. We're resourcing you. We have all kinds of groups that will help you, but you have to partake. The table is set, the food is there, right. but you've got to be intentional right. about setting these rock solid priorities. And we're here right. to help you. See, when we submit to God's way, we're going to experience his will and his will is the best thing for us. You know, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 is yeah. one of our favorites. One of our rock solid scriptures this is that we've one of, always This is on. one of our values. And it really is. And uh, we, we know it as um, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. The Phillips translation says, set your heart on the kingdom mm. and his goodness and all these things will come to you as a matter of course. And then the Amplified Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, which is God's way of being and God's way of doing. And all these things will be added to you. What are all the things they're talking about? If you read the previous scriptures, you'll see it's all the things that we have a tendency to worry about. What we're going to eat, what we're, right. where we're going to live, what we're going to wear, what is life going to be like? And God's telling us, put me first, rock solid priority, put me first, my way of being, my way of doing, and all these things you're worried about, I'm going to add them to you. So successful families don't just happen. As you said, Jonathan, we have to be intentional. And you know what? When priorities are in place, there's peace and there's order. Listen, we've lived without priorities and values, oh and, and it's a mess. It sure is. It's a mess. But when we got our values and our priorities in place, our marriage changed. We had clear focus on how we were going to raise our children, what was important to us, what we would do, what we wouldn't do. All these right. things come into light when we set those rock solid priorities. So there are, priorities. There are three priorities we want to talk about today. Yeah. There are three areas that we want to help you with. And I believe as you listen very carefully, you'll see that each one of these is going to help set these parameters again in your life. Mm -hmm. If they're not there or if they've slipped, or if you're brand new and, and longing for greater stability, listen very carefully because these will definitely be a great blessing to yeah, you. Yeah, and if God's word is not a priority in our lives, then what we're saying is we don't really value right. Him right. or His word. And that's not a good place to be. When you value something, you take care of it. Or let me say this way, let me say it this way. When you don't value something or someone, there's the tendency to abuse that. Yes, there's a, very true. Why, why would a parent abuse their child? It's because they don't value that child. Why do people spend money like, like they have an unlimited supply? Because they don't value the commodity of money. So what we don't value, we yes. end up neglecting right. and we end up abusing. I, I mean, it's kind of funny, but you know, I'll speak for myself and 
you're included in this, <laughs> is that when we rent a car, you know, we rent cars oh, all boy. the time because we travel all the time. Yeah. I'm telling you, we don't drive that rental like we drive our own cars. We're supposed to tell it to everybody. Well, they need to know. You need to know. <laughs> and so why? It's because we really don't value it. Right. We don't have an investment in it. We didn't pay for it. Right. I mean, we don't destroy cars. Don't get me wrong. But you bump a curve and you're not as yes. careful in a rental car as you are in your Very own. True because you really don't value it as much. So what we don't value, we have a tendency to neglect. In, in our families, when our priorities aren't right, we're also imparting that to our children. Right. And this is so important because God's trusting us to raise our children for His purposes. He owns them. They're His, and He's given us the stewardship over our families. So when we don't have our priorities in place, we're training our children right. not to have those priorities and those values in place. And, you know, in my house growing up, there were things my parents set. They were rock solid for us as a family. No choice. Church was one of them. We didn't say we weren't going. We didn't say we didn't want to go. I tried once. I was 17 years old and I decided I wasn't going to go to church. Now, church for me is very different than what you experience here at IFC. It was very long services. We went Sunday mornings. We were in church for Sunday school. And then after that, there was a service. We'd go home and we'd eat or go to my grandmother's. Then we'd go back to church for an evening service. But if it was communion Sunday, that was a whole different thing. We would do our morning routine, Sunday school, church, go home, eat, and then we would go back to church around 1 or 2 o'clock, and that was communion Sunday. That was a four-hour service. Why was it four hours? Because it was in Italian and it was English. Now, I, don't, I grew up in an Italian house, but I don't speak it and I don't understand it, and I had to sit there for four hours hours. It time. was long. It was <laughs> arduous. And uh, so this one Sunday, I decided I wasn't going to go to church. I wasn't nine years old. I wasn't 10 years old. I was 17 years old. And my family was in the car. And I was up in my bedroom, which was the third floor. And I just, I'm just not going. So I am up in my bedroom. And I figured they're all in the car. They're gone. And within a couple of minutes, I hear my father, my little Italian papa, who wasn't much taller than I am, I heard him climb those 16 stairs to my bedroom. Sounded like a giant. He sounded like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> he opened my bedroom door. He looked at me. I'm 17 now, people. He looked at me. He pointed his little Italian finger at me. He said, Verna, get in the car. That's all he had to say. I was shaken. I walked down those stairs. I got in the car, and I never, ever again did not go to church with my family. That was a rock-solid yeah. priority. Right. And you need those. Dinner time for my house growing up. We sat as a family around the dinner table. In fact, last year at this time, I ministered a message to the congregation called The Power of the Family Table. I want to suggest you go back and listen to it. Super good. If you go on the website, intlfamilychurch.com, and go under media, you'll see 
uh, Family Matters 2019. You'll see that teaching there. I really encourage you to watch that because we talk about the power of the family table for our children. So there were things in my life growing up that, that they were rock solid. You know, for me growing up, church was our world. Going to church is a family, my cousins, everybody. It was our world and everything else was peripheral to that. My parents planned life around what was going on at the church. Today, people have their world right. and they're trying to fit God in. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. You have to have the value of God and his word and his body enough instilled in you that going to church and being with God's people, church at home, groups, is a rock solid priority. So number one, priorities demonstrate our value system. Mm -hmm. And that's what she just talked about. Yes. Priorities demonstrate our value system. Now it's very important that you understand that much of the disappointment and disharmony in our personal lives and family is a fruit of our own value system. Mm -hmm. Because we lack value about certain things, it brings upon us a lot of issues, disharmony and disappointments. And because our value system is not right, it opens the door for a lot of confusion. Sure. It opens the door for a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. Because there's no foundation. You can't build Absolutely a family. Right. You can't build a life. You can't build a relationship without the proper foundation. And God in his word are the foundation, the rock solid foundation right. that we build our lives upon. Here's what Pastor Jimmy Evans explains when he talks about the importance of values. He said this, the number one force that shapes your family are your values. Why? Because your values reveal the heart of why you do what you do and define what you are passionate about. Your values are what enables you as a family to move together in the same direction. In the same direction. So what yeah. we value determines what we do. And that's a very important uh, aspect about this first point. What we value determines what we do. Let me go to part two. Number two is right priorities promote health and growth of the most important things. Right priorities promote the health and growth of the most important things. So, you know, Vern and I counsel a lot of people and we have seen over the years when people are physically and emotionally um, valuing other things mm -hmm. like their job, like sports or hobbies. And what happens is there's very little time left over for spouse, children and God and friends. And so the result, the family life can be miserable and filled with so much tension. Why? Because we are not putting the most important things in the right place. Mm -hmm. So biblical priorities, listen, are protective parameters that keep the most important things the most important things. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important that we have priorities. If we don't have priorities, then it opens the door for other things, other people, uh, uh, another woman, another man, yeah. um, um, uh, other situations to creep into our home and undermine the success of our home. We have to have biblical priorities because they are protective parameters yeah. in our house. And especially uh, for those of you that are single in a season that you're single right now, 
whether you're a teenager or whether you're 60 and single, your values and priorities have to be the same. Absolutely. And we have so seen it over these these years that the the single people, single couples that don't have values in place always end up having the most tumultuous relationships because there's no center, there's no agreement. And we we have dealt with so many couples um, that have set from the very beginning, they have put their parameters in place, very distinct boundaries and guidelines. They've made decisions, we're not gonna be in a vehicle alone, we're not gonna be in an apartment alone, we're gonna date in groups, we're gonna stay healthy, we're not gonna put ourselves in any position that we would compromise God's word. The couples that start out like that, strong strong boundaries are the most fruitful couples. They're the ones that you can give instruction and correction, the ones that we can help the most because they have a healthy, foundation. The other uh, couples that are dating that don't have parameters, that don't have boundaries, it's it's just a mess because we're always trying to help them fix what they compromised about. So those of you that are single, you may not even be dating anybody, but you need to set your rock solid priorities for a relationship that you desire to have and rock solid priorities for the home that you live in. Even if you live alone, you need boundaries and priorities. So priorities are are made evident by how we spend our time, our energy mm-hmm. and our money. Um, and it's, it's a truth that we can never ever ignore that when you give the first things to God, yeah. right? Then God, what God says first in our relationship and when we do that, we flourish. When we don't put the God and his way first, then there's constant um, suffering and we don't grow. Mm-hmm. This never is an exception. There's never an exception to this truth. And here's the verse of scripture that really seals this whole aspect. Uh, Matthew 6, 21, it says, for where your treasure is, yeah. there your heart will be also. Now we've talked about that verse a lot. Um, but it, it really comes down to this because it's a, it's a law, it's a principle uh, that really is, there's no exception to. Um, the Greek word for treasure here is used and it means a treasury or a place that you deposit what is valuable. And the word heart here means our inner self or seat of our emotions. And so Jesus is telling us here, listen, it's impossible to separate your treasure and your heart, it can't be done. Mm. It's impossible to separate your treasure and your heart. So if your treasury is your job, it's where you give your best, um, it's where you put the greatest value, then guess what? Your feelings will follow. If your treasure is school or education, then your heart will be in your education. If your treasury is a sport or a hobby, then guess what? Your focus and your feelings Mm -hmm. will be wrapped around that. If your treasury is God, your family, and your relationships, then your primary passions and and desires will be there. Emotions follow what you most treasure. Yes. That's so important. Yes, it is. This is a spiritual principle. This is going to help us. Um, And if your priorities are misplaced and your desire for God and your family uh, has been crowded out by other things, remember 
your passions and your emotions mm -hmm. follow what you most treasure. Yes, and you know, time, you can't say that you value your marriage or relationship or your children without investing the time. The, the, the talk of that without the action right. of it is fruitless. Right. It, it's just fruitless. It's not going to bear you any fruit. And the thing that we all have to realize is time is a commodity. It's something that we spend. It's like you get a paycheck and say you, say you get $500 a week. You don't get that 500, well, maybe some of you do, that's why you're having trouble, but you don't get that $500 and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Disney, or I'm, I wanna go to Hawaii, let's do it, and then try to figure out, uh, how am I gonna pay my rent? What, is there gonna be anything left over for utilities? Am I gonna have left, anything left over to feed my kids? That's a ridiculous way to live. Time is a commodity that we spend. Yeah. If you value your relationships, if you value your relationship with God, if you value your spouse and your children, you show that value by spending time. You don't give all your time to your job and to sports and to running around with your friends and then what's ever left I will give to my children and my family. That's upside down people. Yeah. And this is really a good time for us all to it evaluate really and is. really reset our priorities, our values, and see if God is in his place, our marriage is in the right place, and our children in the right place. Do you know really when God is in the right place, everything else will be in the right place because yeah. his word is priority. So if, if you realize as we go on here, if you realize that you are investing in the wrong place, and you understand that the Spirit of God's been dealing with you, this message is stirring things up, then it's important to repent before God and your family and your friends and change. Uh, we've had to make adjustments in family meetings over and over again as our kids were growing up, uh, and, and we still do. And so it's very important that, that you know that we, the Del Turcos, are living proof that when our priorities got off, we got it right, and God blessed us. Yes. God blessed us and mm -hmm. God brought victory into our lives because we changed and, and fixed our priorities. And last but not least, number three, set your priorities based on your convictions, not your preferences. The big one. Yeah, and, and let's just spend a few minutes here. Um, let's take a minute to clarify these two mindsets. Set your priorities based on your convictions, not your preferences. So uh, a preference is a personal choice based on one's own knowledge to choose one over the other, right? So I have a preference. Uh, I prefer uh, steak over chicken. I prefer Oreo cookies over chocolate chip cookies, unless um, Lynn Polanski has made oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I prefer hot weather over cold. I prefer Nordstrom's over Target. I prefer um, BMW over Lexus. I prefer homemade Italian food over pretty much any other kind of food, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So uh, it, there are preferences, and I don't know what your preferences are. No, but I'm thinking of one of your big preferences is Stephanie Roberts' coconut oh, banana cream pie. Yeah, coconut cream coconut pie. Coconut cream pie. Thank, oh my. thank you, Stephanie. Stephanie, hint, hint, hint. <laughs> okay, um, so it's okay for me, though. Listen very carefully. It's okay for me to live my life based on preferences when it involves my personal tastes, comfort, and style. Yes. But when it comes to my priorities is what I value as a Christian, 
living in that realm of preference mm -hmm. is unhealthy and dangerous. And here's why. Preferences are negotiable. They're firm until a better option comes along. Preferences change under pressure. The greater the pressure, the more likely they are going to change. And they originate from self and are subject to outside influences. Mm -hmm. That's a preference. On the other hand, when it comes to priorities of what I value as a Christian, convictions are what matter. Yes. And here's why. Convictions are non-negotiable. They're fixed and firm. Convictions go deeper and become stronger under pressure. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they originate from God and His Word and are not subject to outside influences. So you can see the very big difference between a preference and an, a, a conviction. So it's important that, that when it comes to our biblical beliefs, there has to be an understanding that these convictions are based in God's word, mm -hmm. not my personal preference right. or feelings. Right. That's so important, mm -hmm. very important. Yeah, that's, that's believing that God's word is the highest and only authority in your life. That's right. And that God's word has integrity. You know, you've said so often, Jonathan, that when we become so casual with the things of God, his word, um, church, when we become so casual with it and flippant in our attitude with it, you've always said casual people become casualties. Yes. And, and that is Never just fail. so true. And that's true in your relationships, in your marriage. If you're just casual about your marriage, <clears throat> you're going to be a casualty. You're going to be a casualty. If you're, if you're just casual about the kids, well, I'll let TV raise them. I'll let secular education raise them. I'll let video games raise them. They're going to be a casualty. And God will hold you responsible for that because he's giving you the stewardship of your family. Right. So, and you've also said, the other thing I always remember that you said, if you live loose. I say a lot of good things. You do. You're, you, <laughs> you, sh you need to do a book of nuggets. <laughs> A nugget book. You, but you always say, if you live loose, you lose. Yeah. And this is people, when we live loose, we lose. And what are we losing? God's very best right. for our lives. So in closing here today, we really have lived our lives by these priorities. God, family, church. God, family, church. And in essence... If you just put God first, everything else would work out. Exactly. Anyways, yes. but God, family, church, to give you this visual because they are essential, universal, and unchanging. Mm -hmm. um, and so God is, is that relationship, that personal relationship that you give time to in your devotions. You build a daily, life around daily. God. That's so important. That That is so true in every area of difficulty where we put God in his word first. Um, and then family, as we have been talking about. And then churches is that tribe. Church is that support system. Yes. Church is that important place where we have accountability. Yes. It's not just where the gospel is preached. It is. Um, but it's where we have that, that, that uh, come alongside and let's work together. And let's press in together because we are a family and a team. And that's so vital. You know, in the book of Acts, where it just talks about when, when the disciples were having tough times, and boy, did they have it. Yeah. Uh, persecution and all kinds of opposition. It was so important to them 
to get with their own company. That's what the Bible says. They went with their own company. And if you're a partner here at IFC and you're a regular attendee here, this is your company. Yes. As he said, we are your tribe. We, we are your company. We're your people. This is a safe place. This <laughs> yeah. is a, a safe harbor. And especially now with all that's going on in the world, be a part of church at home, be a part of groups, be a part of connecting because we are your tribe, your company, your family. So our, our last verse, Psalm 92 verse 13 says, those who are planted in the house of the mm -hmm. Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Yes. Notice what happens when you're planted. Notice what happens when you have a family, when you know your people, when you have a tribe, mm -hmm. uh, you flourish. The word flourish means to thrive, to increase, to yes. enlarge, to grow, be prosperous, mm -hmm. to abound, spread out, expand, make steady progress, to be at a high point in one's life. Yeah. My goodness, see what happens when our biblical priorities are, are in their place and we work hard to make sure that our values are there. What happens is we have the upside and the benefits of making sure that our priorities are right are enormous. God wants to bless you. God wants to overwhelm you with his goodness. God wants to make all the crooked places straight. God wants to help you make all the adjustments necessary when we get off track and we, 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 we go away from what we know is best and life happens and situations happen. What adjustments do you and your family need to make during this season? It's an important question. Yeah, you gotta face reality, people. Yeah. Face reality. If you're too tired and too busy and too run down and too stressed to make family a priority, you need to face reality. You gotta get it right. You may say, well, Verna, so much is wrong. This road ahead is too long. There's too much that has to be fixed. What is your choice? You do have a choice, yeah. but if you don't forge forward yes. to make what's wrong right, make the tough your choice yes. is death, right? right? The scripture right. tells us, set before you life, I set before you death, but then he has to tell us, choose life. So we're trying to encourage you today to take the number one step, choose life. Right. Just choose life and along the pathway, you'll make the right decisions. But today, this day, this moment, you need to choose life for you and your family. It's not hopeless. And once you choose life, then you've got you've to protect it at all costs. Yes. You have to make sure that you reinforce it, that you uh, stand your ground, you contend for what belongs to you. Because all these adjustments that we make, and we make you know, these small adjustments that bring radical change into our lives. Mm -hmm. And so what was our big takeaway for today? Family success is, is nothing, has nothing to do with luck or fate. Yeah. It has everything to do, listen, with intentionally mm -hmm. obeying and surrendering to God and His Word. And we believe if you'll intentionally yes. set some rock-solid priorities, you'll be so glad. And what is veered off will veer right back straight in, the, in, in God's perfect plan and His will because that's God's way that when you get your priorities straight, He blesses you and overwhelms you with His goodness. Yes, and without the right foundation, which is what we've been talking about today, without the right foundations, our families won't stand the test of time. Right. There's too much in our world opposing God's Word, 
our Christian values, your, even your decision to have a solid fa a family, yeah. there's too much coming at us for us not to dig yeah. our heels in and say, yes. we are getting this foundation Absolutely right. right. Yes. So our family will stand the test of time. Yeah. And the way we do that, honey, is by letting God and his word have the run of our house. Amen. Amen. God and his word having the run of your house. Let me pray for you now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak forth a blessing to our families today, Father. We send forth your word to every home, to every person that can hear my voice Thank now. You, we send forth your word yes. to heal and to deliver not you, only Jesus. bodies, but relationships, Amen. to heal hurts and to heal the pain that has come from relationships that are out of order. Father, I thank you that you sent the Holy Spirit to be with us on this earth, to walk with us and to talk with us, to bring us into the truth. Amen. Holy Spirit, you are our guide. You are our teacher. You are our strengthener. Yes, yes. You are our Thank helper you, and you will help lead and guide us into the perfect will of God for our families. And I bless you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And if you're watching today and you're saying, Verna, I hear everything you're saying, but really I'm just not there yet. I want to give you the opportunity right now to get there. Yeah. And that is with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, because God and God alone can only Amen. fill the void That's that right. is in your heart. No man can, no woman can, no amount of money can. Only God can fill the void that is in your heart today. So I want you to pray with me as I pray for you and repeat this prayer after me. Jesus, Jesus I, thank you I thank you for this opportunity, for this opportunity to, come to, you, to come to you to repent of my sins, to, repent of my sins, to, ask, for your forgiveness, to ask for your forgiveness. Wash me in your cleansing blood. Wash me in your cleansing blood. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for, for giving me the opportunity. Thank you for giving me the opportunity for a new birth. For a new birth. A second chance. A second chance. A new life. A new life. I dedicate my life to you. I dedicate my life to you. And I will serve you all the days of my life. And I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you. Thank you. That I have a home in heaven. That I have a home in heaven. With you for eternity. With you for eternity. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We love you today. We bless you. Chat with us. Let us know what your needs are. Let us know what we can pray with you about. And if you prayed this prayer for the first time, just let them know and we'll get the information to you that you need to help you take the next steps and start your walk with the Lord. And now may the love of God and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, may the fellowship and sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all and in your homes now and forevermore. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.